You're listening to Geek Food. Hey, we're back. Welcome back Yay. to Geek Food. I'm Kim. And I'm Sarah. And here we are at Geek Food. Sorry we, we missed twice. a week. Yeah. I know. <laughs> well, it's because we're a little flustered. We missed a whole nother week after being so good about trying to stay on track. But it's summer. And yeah. No matter what you do. Kids are out of school, and it's crazy. Yeah. Everybody knows how that feels. If you have kids in school and they're out for the summer, it's you crazy. know what we're talking about. <laughs> well, I'm ready for school to start again. Yeah. Well, I have to say I've enjoyed the summer, but that's probably because yeah. I've been gone so much. <laughs> Kim, you've had my kids like twice now. And I haven't minded at all. They've been no, a lot of fun. so great. And you were on a... Family was, reunion. Yeah. This last weekend was a family with reunion Scott's, for right. Scott's family. And we had a lot of family come in from Phoenix, which was fun. We haven't seen them since last year. Yeah. And then we have a lot of family that lives close that we see probably once a month or so. So it was fun to get together with everybody and see what everyone's doing and see the new people added to the family and the new babies right. and the people who are going to marry into the family, you know, this next year or so. And it was a lot of fun. It was good. Yeah. Up in Park City, right? Yep. Which is a beautiful resort town with great yes. restaurants oh, man. and just beautiful views. It's up in the mountains up there. It's a so ski if you're resort. ever in Salt Lake, so in the those winter. of you who came from Nortacular <laughs> got to see Snowbird, which is a different canyon, yeah. but it's kind of the same idea of just surrounded by nature and mm-hmm. beautiful mountains and trees, and it's amazing. Yeah, you can't really find it there. anywhere else. Yeah, so the part where we were, we were was called the canyons. So there's a lot of resorts right there, and it's right there um, near Park City, or I guess it's in Park City limits, but it's so. kind I of think its you own kind of area. Go up, yeah, it's kind of the nicer end of the resorts. Yeah, it was fun. Called Canyonlands, I think. Usually, I think it's mm-hmm. a resort that covers most of the top of the mountain and goes over the mountain. Mm-hmm. If yeah, I, there if was I remember a ski right, lift Steve knows and, more about that. He's a skier. Yeah, there was Me, a ski not lift so much. and everything there. And it's just fun because it's kind of its own little town. And you end up with all these little restaurants, you know, attached to the resort. And that makes it kind of fun. Yeah, and you can go down to Main Street Park City, which mm-hmm. we really did. fun. Like little uh, museum, not museums. Yeah, they art have galleries, some museums. Some museums um, great restaurants. Really eclectic shopping. I think yeah. that's it. It's very yeah. eclectic. Yeah, it's a fun place. It's where they have, is that where they have the, well, the Sundance Film Festival is up by Sundance, but a lot of people kind of spill over into Park City, so you get yes. a lot of the, you know, traffic of the Yeah, a lot of restaurants famous there, people. so you end up with, I think they go into Park City for that, They you right. know, a lot of just the hangout and the restaurants, because there's a lot of them there. And they've, it's grown over the last few years, it too. It's I mean, a lot, more, a lot more places to be and people to see. Yes. Iron. It's a lot of fun mm-hmm. people watching, actually. It is. That, I think that's why. And it's a clean little city. Yeah, keep very, it really nice very. and pristine. And you kind of see some of the old buildings because it originated as a mining town. Yeah, that's and what so I was saying. Some of there's, the old original there's a mining museum there. You can it's really neat. go in and see, and the kids can see what it was like to mine things, and there's a partial mine in there that right. they've recreated. And Who knew it would become yeah. such a popular, expensive <laughs> it's place a dirty to mining visit. town, and now it's <laughs> one of the most expensive places to live in Utah. Yes, it is, <laughs> but beautiful. So, yeah, we had a lot of fun. We did try some new restaurants up there. More, We ended up eating a lot more pub food, which Scott loves, 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 just... And you had a really lot of kids. good burgers kind of and flavor fries. To to yeah, accommodate a large group of people. 
Oh, so a not large everyone group loves of sushi people. or not everyone yeah. loves Thai or Italian. So we ended up there and we Tuesday. ended up at a an Italian restaurant that was really good. It was called Fuego. Mm. And it was yummy, but thirty two people there was interesting. <laughs> so it was I'm a sure lot the of waiters fun. loved you. <laughs> loved they loved those big groups of crazies. Yeah, yeah it was fun. You have it a few crazies in, in your family. <laughs> <laughs> as we all do. I should say everyone Scott does. has a few crazies in yeah. his family. Yeah. Yeah. It was fun though. It was it was interesting to see everyone try to have, you know, a big dinner with that many people on three different tables and a couple of different waiters, and it was just nuts. So yeah, we'll uh, we might not be doing that again. <laughs> I don't know. It's something to always talk about. Yeah. Those crazy events that you never forget because of the crazies and mm. yeah. Scott walked over and within five minutes of being there, spilled water all over someone's table. I mean, it was just. It was interesting. It was fun oh, and crazy, and it gives it. you something to talk about when you get done, right? Exactly. <laughs> so vacations are for. Yeah. So we started over this week um, as far as we've started cooking again. Last week yes. was just crazy. So Yeah, you were at that. I was at a girls' camp. Yes. And yeah. that was fun. <laughs> I have had enough sleeping on the ground to last for the next five years. Yeah. I am not a camper, I've decided. I think I decided that before for Pioneer Trek. I've reconfirmed. <laughs> I'm, reaffirmed a, I'm a hotel gal. <laughs> that yeah, I slept better because I had caught or the mats that you let me borrow. Yeah, but still not the same. I as froze you one out. night. <laughs> no, and I think I slept an hour the whole night. I just kept turning and freezing and turning, so that that to me is just yeah. Why, why do in that intentionally, yeah. people? No kidding. I guess it's all about the gear. You know, the fun of. People love to buy the nice gear. and Yeah, I don't really love sleeping in a tent. I, really, I don't either. I really don't, but I do love cooking over, over an open fire. I have always loved that. Yeah. It's it, to do breakfast over an open fire and make your, you know, hash browns and eggs and the whole mountain man breakfast. I really I will do camp enjoy with that. You okay. <laughs> when we camp. Because that, to me, is still not fun. <laughs> I do love that part, but I but I would rather sleep on a mattress, on a real I mattress. Would too. Yeah. And you can do that, of course, if you want to bring in all the gear. But the fun thing was when we drove into the little town, the county is called Bannock. I'd never heard of it before. And it was Downey Springs. So it's like a so this I think is it's an spring Idaho, fed. Right? Is this yes, in Idaho? in Idaho? Okay. A spring-fed little town, so there was a pool and stuff there that I think were all fed off of springs because spring the water, water was really pool. warm. Wow. They had drained the pool one night and had filled it up the next day already with oh, warm wow. water, okay. so I'm pretty sure it was spring-fed. But anyways, we drove into the town. I saw a huge sign that said Bannock County Fair. <laughs> Those like, are we have good. <laughs> I love county fairs. They're smaller. They're just, you see more of the actual town and the people in it. and Especially when it is a small town. It, it was a, a very pretty... small okay. town. So okay. the parade, one of the nights was the night the parade started off kind of the whole county fair. So I talked everyone into going and it was one block long. <laughs> and the theme of the fair that this year is you might be a redneck if. Oh, so you can imagine nice. the floats, if you want to call them floats, <laughs> mostly just pickup trucks with stuff printed and, on it. And they're, they're, you know, queens and, yes. and princesses oh, wow. of the yes. Redneck County Fair. Yes. It was, <laughs> it was so much fun. And oh, uh, you can that. check my, the Instagram. I think I'm the geek food mm-hmm. it has a few pictures of it. I didn't put a ton cause they were hard to take when people were throwing candy at you. <laughs> At the same time, you're trying to watch as my friend totally got a black, like a big bruised lip. Because <laughs> they oh were my throwing gosh. candy hard enough. This they one little kid just like Jolly Ranchers. It. <laughs> it was a 
now and later. So yeah, it was pretty hard. <laughs> she had this big swollen lip, so they got to stick to the saltwater really taffy. It hurts. Yes. I think there's a reason you don't throw, which you know you don't throw the dum um, dum suckers. Oh yeah, that's they're true. painful as well. <laughs> that sounds like so fun. Anyway, it was fun that way. We had a great time. That sounds like back home county fair yes. parades. I told and, Small and Steve made the comment something, you know, to do with Mardi Gras. <laughs> Of, you know, I hope you didn't need to show anything to get your beads. And I commented, there were no, there beads. Were no beads. We were safe. Bunch of young girls. We were safe. So that's really just fun. a lot of horses and poop and all that good stuff going down the street. That sounds anyway, like a really fun. fun I love county fairs. So town I, and you went to a, what was it called? Craft Lake, Craft Lake City. City. Yep. I did go to that. Carter and I went up to that um, on Saturday and it was really fun. Lots and lots of booths. Lots and lots of um, really good food crafts that they had there. Oh, like really food crafts. Really fun yeah, little cupcakes and mm-hmm. things that were all amazing flavors. And I saw Carter had a cow cookie that yes, she was eating. Yes, she was eating her cow. That was on your Instagram. <laughs> Since she's a vegetarian, it yes. was quite humorous yes. to see her eating a cow. That will be the only way she will eat a cow. Yeah, she might have a cow, but that's the only way she's going to eat a cow. It was really fun. It was a fun day because you had lots and lots of, um, there were, there were local vendors. There were really cool, uh, kids activities where you could go like a lot of learning stuff. And then they had a live band on two different stages going the whole time. I love live music. Yeah, it was really fun. There's something about live music at a fair that even if they're bad, they sound good. (laughs) They sound better. You still want to dance, you know, you still want to get into it Yeah, and just, I don't know. There's that atmosphere with yeah. food and people. Oh, great people watching. Oh, yes. Oh, my In goodness. In fact, the yes. last day so fair, fun. we were there, and Steve goes, Walmart must be empty because everyone <laughs> from Walmart is here. You know, kind of the, you kind of get yeah. at the state fair. Definitely you yes. get some, oh, uh, definitely. some characters. That's really fun. I love it. So <laughs> anyway, we're. I think what we're saying is if you're going on vacation or trip, even if it's close to home or far from home, Check out what's going on locally. In the summer, there's always there always seems to be things going on, whether it's the farmer's market mm-hmm. or little county fairs or farmer's markets festivals are probably my of favorite. some kind. Because you get local jams and you get local yes. honey and you get local oh, the produce and, and the breads. Yes. And, oh, yeah, That's that really fun so to delicious. go see and, and try, you know, try something you haven't tried before. So check that out. No. I did go to the the farmer's market and we had boiled peanuts oh, this year. I saw a picture of that. And that I was so jealous. Was so good. They had Cajun flavor. You kind of have to eat those they fresh had... too. You can't yeah. eat them. <laughs> They're so good. You know, oh my gosh. That's one of my cold. favorite well, treats. And they called it, which I thought was funny, the edamame of the South. Well, that is <laughs> so I hadn't true. heard that before. But it... If you thought of it that way, yeah. could... Steve, not so sure about the boiled peanuts. But I think if you thought of them more as like edamame, like warm, they taste I think like they never edamame. Had a warm they kind of do. Just um, sounded, yeah, you know, like a soft, a boiled peanut. Boiled sounds peanut. gross. It does, but, but it is. Yeah, mm, it's delicious. so good. Oh my goodness! And it does taste a little like edamame, which it does. It that really did help. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but even better, I think. Yeah. So that's what we've been up to this week. Um, also, this week I'm I cooked some jambalaya. I made jambalaya for the family for our cooking that we do for each other. I did jambalaya and Sarah made a stir fry and that turned out really good. We had the stir fry last night for dinner. Yummy, yummy. Mm-hmm. Oh, so good. Chicken stir fry. And then I made jambalaya last night. So tonight's dinner is yeah. jambalaya. And we need to say too that, um, off the subject a little bit, but a Trader Joe's has finally opened up in Salt yes. Lake. So we went there yesterday 
We it's love that about it, a year, but it's taking us yes, it's such a healthy food. It's hard yeah. to find that unless you go to a Whole Foods and but it's not as expensive as a Whole right. Foods. They have their own branding on everything, right. which is so it's really surprising. Nice. Leaving with a whole cart of groceries less than $100 is pretty impressive. Yeah. And for the whole week, yep. For, you know, family of 5, that's a big deal. It is. And not everything is you know, cheap, but it's also, it's, it's, I think great prices for what you're getting. Really good food. We picked up really good stuff. They're very good about their foods, not having the chemicals and all their milks and Mm -hmm. cheeses and stuff are from grain fed or from grass fed. A lot of them are. Yeah. And they have a lot of organic vegetables, which is really nice. Yeah. Vegetables and fruit. So, so anyway, we're excited to go, to go shop there. Yeah. It's it's a little (laughs) ways away from both of us, but it was worth the drive. So. That's because Taylor moved out, and she lives really close to I it, know. so it gave I'm us so, an excuse she's to go. Right, she's at a perfect place. So. Yeah. So, yeah. The other thing I'm making this week is chicken salad, which I do want to blog about because yes. it's This is Kim's chicken recipe. salad. Mm-hmm. She made up, and people request it every time I bring it to anything. <laughs> I need that recipe, and it is so simple. That I don't we, have a recipe. <laughs> we love simple but yummy recipes. That's kind of a, when you have kids, when you're busy, you have, or, you need a go Or if you're single and yeah. you don't want to have to spend a ton of time to make something, yeah. this is a way to make it fast. You can make it in any portion you want. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If it doesn't call for a certain amount and you end up with like, you know, to feed 20 people, you yeah. can feed one person. I'll see what I easily. can do for the blog. I'll figure out kind of ingredients for maybe four or five people. Right. And, and, and you can put that up. Yeah. Listen, you can play you with can it. Freeze you can it. add to. You can yeah. do a lot with it so that, but it is That's delicious. That's true. And you could freeze it. I don't like chicken salad that has a ton of stuff in it. You know what I mean? No, a lot of times yeah, you, go you don't want to like have it much. taste like not chicken salad anymore. So right. at different times, depending on the situation, depending on what you're using it for, if you're making croissant sandwiches, which we do a lot of family mm-hmm. events with that kind of thing, we'll add things like cashews and grapes or, or apples. apples. And those are really good. Um, and that feeds a ton of people if yeah. you want to make a large amount easily. And it's pretty inexpensive. When you yeah, think of how many you could feed. When you make a croissant, you're putting maybe two tablespoons on the whole sandwich. Two to yeah, three. Yeah, exactly. Depends on how right. full you want it, but if you're going to make a big croissant, two to three tablespoons inside there, you cut right. it in half, there's two kids. Far. Yeah, it goes really far. So that's that's why I think a lot of people have liked it. It's, re- it's pretty inexpensive to make, too. Right. Because with my recipe, I add half um, sour cream and half the olive oil mayonnaise. Mm. Which I know mayonnaise isn't very healthy for you, but I'm not putting a lot of it in there. But no. half of the sour cream makes it really creamier and mm-hmm. a little more salty, and it just tastes really good. So we'll put a recipe up there and give you some ideas. We usually keep it really simple with either a fruit and a nut. Yeah, and with chicken. celery mm-hmm. is the only other veggie that you put in there. But I don't like celery, raw celery. <laughs> but she cuts it up super thin, and it tastes delicious in this. So I have to say, for a non-celery lover. <laughs> it is really good with the celery in it. Like I was surprised at the flavor that gives it without, yeah. if it's not big chunks, mm-hmm. totally I've, edible. And I've put celery salt yummy. in before when I didn't either have celery or I knew I was bringing it to Sarah who doesn't like celery. <laughs> give you that flavor to change it up a little bit. Um, lots of salt and pepper in there, but it, 
it's just a perfect meal. It's perfect for mm-hmm. parties, which protein. is nice, especially mm-hmm. summer parties when you want to eat cool right. or cold foods instead of, you know, And cooking. if you're trying to be healthier without the bread or croissant, a really good whole grain cracker. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's really good on. Really good them. for picnics, good for parties, yeah, all that Yeah, it's a simple stuff. carry with you for picnics. And yeah. That's actually a good one that I've sent in lunches for school if you put a cold pack next to it. Mm-hmm. Chicken salad, crackers, totally good meal. You get lots of protein. Yeah, you get your filling. carbs with your crackers and you're you know totally filled up so it's a good one so i'll stick that up on the blog this week um what else are we doing well we have some emails we have some emails and a prize winner i know winner winner winner, winner, chicken chicken dinner dinner. (laughs) so our winner this month is angela miles awesome congratulations has sent us many recipes before she's ninjinx around the webs um she sent us this last week, a zucchini lasagna recipe, oh, that which really we actually good. want to try because mm-hmm. we're both trying to stay away from a lot of pasta. A lot of the noodles are, you know, white yeah, breads and things but like that. it's also zucchini time. I mean, it's all in season yes. right now. That comes out like weeds, I swear. I don't know how... <laughs> that, I don't know how I you just eat them all. two zucchinis from like two days ago. They were like two inches long. Now they're a foot long. I mean, that's how zucchini they just grows. Grow like crazy. That's where you can watch it grow. You probably could. That would be a fun I think one on so. a camera. You could... Within a few hours, it's got to grow an inch. So zucchini is definitely in season. It's a great one to use for, like we talked about before, seasonal fruits and vegetables. Mm-hmm. That so we, we could, might, this would be um, a good vegetarian one or oh, add yes. your ground beef to or ground right. turkey. Right. So we're definitely going to try this. Thank you, Angela, for sending in the recipe. We will and get your prize out. We'll email you and get your address and get that right out to you. Yep. We do have some other emails. Yes, we do. Who else have we heard well, from Well, you week? got a amazing, an, an amazing email from Brandon, Brandon Lambert. Brandon Lambert, yes. And I read that, and thank you so much. That was so sweet. So I've, I've talked to him. Um, I talked to him and met him at Nerdtacular, which was really fun. And he's awesome. Yeah, so we just talked about how great so your sweet. family thank was you. and the impression <laughs> that you made on him. So I appreciate I think those are always so... such great emails. Yeah. We can never have too many of those. So please keep them coming. <laughs> so Talk thank about how you. great you are. <laughs> um, we got another a banana split cake pie from Brian Weddle. Ooh, and we're going to have to try from that. Height yeah. Before the summer's over. That sounds good. We love you guys sending your recipes. We might oh, not always bars. put them on the blog, but we will try them if we can. And Get some pictures up of them. And, and talk about them. And so. Jen Height did send, he, right, she lemon said, bars. lemon bars. That's, that is one of Scott's yeah. favorite things. Oh, Steve loves, too. loves, loves. And eating that sweet, that sweet tart, if it's done mm-hmm. well. Mm. He likes the lemon, or the key lime, too. Oh, yeah. Steve that's loves good. the key lime. I like it okay. I can't have too much of it. Like a little bit is like just perfect. Yeah. I can't eat a lot because it's, it's very strong. I'm more of a chocolate person <laughs> than I am the sweet Okay, I'm tart. an everything person. <laughs> I like it all. No, I agree. I'm more the, ch- if I go a direction, it's usually the chocolate. It's usually chocolate. Yeah. Nah, that's my favorite thing. Well. Or caramel and nuts. Anything. Mm. Mm, I'm getting hungry. <laughs> getting it's hungry. time for lunch. Oh my gosh, I'm getting hungry. So, apparently it is. Oh, look, it's 12 o'clock. Oh, look at that. Yep. So Angela Miles wins our, we have this really cool dinosaur ice tray that comes out in the parts and bones of the dinosaur. Yes. So we'll get that out to you. And we congratulations. We fun, nerdy things. Speaking of fun, nerdy things, we were looking at the Fox News food our stuff food going on. Food in the news. Um, we've had a really funny one, which was the seven most unfortunate restaurant names. Now I've seen some unfortunate restaurant names I while know. I've been out and about. We should start taking pictures of yes, them. Yes, we, we should. But these were awesome. So 
the first one is Sophie's Choice. In London, there's a restaurant called Sophie's Choice. Clearly, this restaurant references a different choice than the decision between which child would survive Auschwitz in the tragic tragic book and film Sophie's Choice. So considering the popularity of the story, this restaurant name is pretty tasteless. Yeah. Lovely. Yeah, not so good. Okay, this one. Oh, it's hard to even say. This is in Florida. And it's a chain, which is surprising. Dirty Dick's Crab House. Okay, I have not tried this place, but if I you don't have, think I would. We want to know if it's good. Yeah, maybe it maybe it's worth <laughs> the bad name because right away I'd be like I don't think so, but it says Dirty Dick's Crab House is the twisted brainchild of Northern Virginia native Ken Hursley. One day while on vacation in the Outer Banks, Hursley had an idea. Crabs are a summer location in the D.C. and Maryland area, but in the Outer Banks, there was no local market for them, he writes on the restaurant's website. I thought tongue-in-cheek that one day I'll come here and open a crab house. I told my friend Dick, wouldn't it be funny to open a crab house and call it Dirty Dick's Crab House? Well, look who's laughing now. <laughs> so if you've been to Dirty Dick's Crab House, we want to know. know about I it. I am curious. I would love to know if it's good. So if it's popular. <laughs> Number three, Frying Nemo Fish and Chips in Australia. <laughs> Victoria, Australia. And it has a little picture of Nemo. <laughs> that not accurate, but a picture of a Nemo looking Frying fish. Frying Nemo fish and chips. Oh my goodness, poor children that have to that their parents drag them oh, to this no. restaurant. Mm-hmm. They've seen the movie, they're crying. No. Maybe if this restaurant were located anywhere other than Australia, the name would be less, little less painful for anyone who sniffled their way through, who sniffed their way through Finding Nemo. A trip to Frying Nemo may be a bad idea. Yeah, yeah. these poor kids. Yeah. I'm sorry. <laughs> All that really, maybe, maybe it works yeah. to use crazy things. So this one is it's in Connecticut. T- yeah, Connecticut. Tequila Mockingbird. Tequila, so tequila Mockingbird. Mockingbird. So they've used a little play on words for tequila and the word Mockingbird. So for over 17 years, Tequila Mockingbird has been a staple for Mexican cuisine in New Canaan. Whether Harper Lee would agree with this title is hard to say. <laughs> so that was actually, I think that's kind of a little creative because it's actually just a play on words. It's not yeah, giving you a bad flavor in your mouth necessarily of <laughs> what might be served at that restaurant. All right, number five. This, this is in good. Nova Scotia, and I can't believe they got away with this. It's A&K Lick-A-Chick. <laughs> we get it. This restaurant is trying to reference eating chicken, but come on, Nova Scotia. You can't really be that naive. Yes. Wow. <laughs> really? Lick-A-Chick? I, I don't think I could eat there. Mm-hmm. I it just brings to my, just no matter, even if I am naive, I can't. I'm not that naive. That's yeah, true. Like, exactly. it's there. Oh, so number six, La Doudou. This is in London. Oh my Turns gosh. out the word la doudou means papaya leaf in Vietnamese. Of course, in English, the restaurant's names translate into something else entirely. <laughs> la doudou. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we so want to know if anyone's been there, too. Yeah. <laughs> and last but not least, crepitos. Crapitos in Houston, Texas. Yeah. It's a cucina italiana where friends become family. <laughs> Yep. Mm. It says, yes, this is an Italian restaurant, so you can cut them a little slack in the name. I don't know if I can. Yeah. That still doesn't make you want to eat there anytime soon. Exactly. Crap-hitos. Anytime the word crap is in a restaurant <laughs> name, it kind of just it instills a different feeling about food. <laughs> yeah. It wasn't a good idea. Uh, so, and that's in Texas. Yeah. They don't even have an excuse there. So They know. They, they know. know. Exactly. Oh, my gosh. So that was a fun one. So that's our food in the news. Well, also, we have a little bit more. We found we another find, article yeah, on olive oil, some. which 
We both use a lot of olive oil yes. in our cooking. Mm-hmm. And things that we've learned through cooking um, works for us. But I, this was the myth. I think they had like seven myths about olive oil. So one we definitely knew about was the smoke point oh, for yeah. extra virgin olive oil. Yeah, it's different from a lot of other oils. And it's not as high as you think. Right. As you thought. Right. And I always knew it was bad to cook with or fry with because it only has a, you know, a certain smoke point. I didn't realize, though, the one that was in the myth was that if you cook with it and you reach past that smoke point. Which is only 405 degrees. At the very highest. Right. Then it becomes toxic. toxic. Mm -hmm. It produces toxins in your food. So it kind of changes its... It's, makeup. Yeah, makeup and makes it it actually puts really the toxins in your food that you're cooking with. So right. that's kind of scary. That's kind of a big one, a big point. So it's yeah. good to know that. So we a lot of times cook with grapeseed or uh, canola is always safer. Yeah, for the higher temperatures. Right. One of the things they talked about, though, is the fact that you should finish your food with olive oil, not cook your food with it if you're going to be Baking at high temperatures, you know, when you start baking something at 450 degrees, you should have a different oil in there. Because mm-hmm. you walk, if you watch a lot of cooking shows, they usually always drizzle at the end yes. or make their salad dressings, things like that. Mm-hmm. Although, if you do use an olive oil to cook with, you can use was it um, extra? No, the light. Oh, the, the extra light. light mm-hmm. If you go lighter, the light olive oil, they cook at actually a higher temperature, like at 468. That's a big difference. Usually don't fry too much above that. So they're, you're doing the a, light a is fry. actually talking about then the color and the taste of the oil, not that it is actually light. Yes, it is not lower myth. in calories. No. It is not it lighter. It is all the same in calories <laughs> and in fat content across the board, they said. So that's so another yeah. thing. Just because it says light does not mean light in, in calories mm-hmm. and fat content. So they're in the same. So really you want to check your smoke point on your... Is that what they? Was that what it is on the bottle? The smoking point? I guess maybe. I don't know what they reference it on there? I think I'd say look it up. Yeah, you know, check whatever and you make buy, sure. look it up and say what is the highest temperature I can cook with this oil mm-hmm. before you use it for any kind of cooking. It's yeah. not. It's just a safe thing to do. Yeah. So grapeseed oil has the high point of four hundred twenty degrees. I I cook a lot with grapeseed oil. I do too. Um, I like the flavor of it. it doesn't have a, a heavy flavor. I really like you know, cooking my eggs with right. that and it's all not that. to be reused mm-hmm. like certain oils you can reuse. Yeah. Not for frying. No frying. I mean like frying, meaning I fry an egg in it, but I don't like fry, fry, like yeah, fried fry fish, chicken and fish. chicken and stuff like that. Yeah. That, those you're going to want to use peanut and canola, things that have a really high temperature, but also are less expensive because grapeseed right. oil gets right. kind of expensive if you're, if you're not, if you're using a lot of it at a time. Exactly. Avocado oil, they mentioned that's like 520 degree. And I, I don't do think I've ever that. bought avocado oil or I used use that it. for, but I cook like eggs for breakfast in it because I like the flavor, the flavor mm-hmm. of it. It's got a really light some. taste. I've seen it at TJ Maxx. It's bright green. So it's a little disconcerting at first <laughs> when you pour it in your pan and you're like, whoa, what happened? Yes. Is, is there something wrong with this oil? But Has it gone rancid? It's not. It's really good. Same with olive oil they mentioned. And the myth thing is that yeah. if it's green does not mean it's bad. It's part of the, when they press it and stuff from the green olives, you right. get the color from it. So. And don't pay more for an olive oil if it says cold pressed on the all bottle. It's always telling you like, "Ooh, ooh, it's cold pressed olive oil." They're all cold pressed. Exactly. All olive oil is cold pressed. So yes. don't get suckered into paying more for something that is 
it's already there. <laughs> right. And they mentioned the 100% olive oil. The pure olive oil. Is actually not mm-hmm. better than the extra virgin olive oil because it's less processed. Or it's, I don't even know how they worded it, but it can be used for other things than cooking. Right. It's not actually the best use of olive oil for cooking yeah. when it just extra says 100% virgin olive oil, oil is better than pure olive oil. Exactly. Or for cooking anyway. Right. For your cooking. For cooking. They do a lot of olive oil, like the pure in makeups, um, you can use exactly. it. My mom uses it to take off her makeup, yes. which is interesting. Yes. It doesn't make your face greasy, which I know. I thought it doesn't was, make it break out. Yeah, I was surprised by that. Um, so there's I lots still of use other an extra virgin uses when I for use that. that just because no. I feel like it's because <laughs> that's better. all you've got at your house. <laughs> it's pure to me. So yeah, just some some things to think about whenever you're using when you're picking out the oil that you're going to use. There's a lot right. of be aware choices out there, but be aware of what and what the, you're using it for is what you um, the temperature that it should right. be. Right, and if you're not sure, look it up. There's tons of websites that will give you the smoke point. It will right. give you what to cook for. You know what to use for what you're cooking. Yeah, and it's good to have a few different oils on hand Mm -hmm. because you're not going to use a lot of it, per se, for different things. Right, when I use my avocado oil, it is more expensive, but I use a teaspoon at a time. If you're going to use a cup at a time to make brownies or you're using, um, you know, larger amounts to fry things, you're going to want to use a less expensive oil, but make sure you're using the right oil for that. Yeah. So... And go to a place like Costco if you cook a lot or bake a lot and use a lot because you can get a better oil a lot of times Mm -hmm. cheaper at a lot better price. When yeah, you buy in true. bulk. So that, to me, that would be one of the few reasons to go buy in bulk. But if you don't use it often, don't buy in bulk. <laughs> it will not last forever, and you don't want to have, you know, 10 gallons on yes. hand that just goes bad. And if it goes rancid, it it's stinks. Nasty. And your food will smell like yes. that and taste like that. So if you smell your olive oil before you use it, if it smells funky, don't use it. Because yes. everything will taste and smell like that that you use it for. Um, so kind of, you know, gauge what you're going to be using it for and how much and how quickly That'll determine what size you buy and right. what kind. So just exactly. check it out. That's something to think about. Um, also, if you ever have any questions for us, you want to know, please send us your questions. We Email love. us. Even if we don't know the answer. Yeah, we'll, we'll look, look it, up. it up for you. <laughs> <laughs> we'll, we'll do some. our best to answer your questions. Right. So, yeah, if you've got questions about, you know, other oils or whatever, let us know and we'll look it up and we'll talk about it on the show. That'd be fun. Yes. All right. Oh, also with the oils, we were um, surprised to find out that per capita, as far as how much oil is being used, the Greeks are using 21 liters per capita. Italy and Spain use 13, and this is per year, per capita. Britain uses about a liter per capita, and the U.S. uses less than than one. So we're, and, but we're kind of, it's a better oil for you. It says a lot about our eating habits here. yes oh, i mean you think of the obesity rates that are here compared to to Greece a lot of european countries italy mm-hmm. and spain is way higher and we yeah. they don't allow a lot of the same ingredients in their foods that we allow here that's that true that's are true. unpronounceable <laughs> and are really bad for you that we allow the the usda allows in our food yeah i mean that's true and they, that's a whole nother body oh I know. my gosh i could go off on that it's true Try to eat healthier. That's what we're trying to do here. Trying to eat more, you know, whole foods, more clean food, and just being aware of what's in your food. And our Ask an Expert this week is going to be a friend of ours, Sally, Mm -hmm. who has done a lot of studying on some healthy eating and and something new that she's trying that she's going to tell us about. So So here's Sally. We're going to listen to what she has to say about that. So I'm here on the porch with Sally. 
my neighbor. We talked about Sally a couple of other times on the show. One of my very best friends and a great cook. So, Sally, we talked about Good Girl Moonshine last week, and you're the one that introduced me to it. So, what do you think of it? I like it if I make it right. If I follow the recipe, then it's fine. If I just kind of eyeball it, then I get too much vinegar, and I hate vinegar. (laughs) So then I won't drink it, if I can detect it at all. So the key for me is lots of lime and lots of sugar, or stevia in this case. Okay, so you use stevia in yours. Yeah, yeah, I do. Lots of it. (laughs) I think I'll try to wean off in time. But for right now, I use lots of it because it helps me get it down and because I just hate vinegar. So you, it's much better for you than sugar, obviously. Mm-hmm. But what are the, the benefits that you like most about the Good Girl Moonshine? I feel like I'm not very hungry when I drink it. I, I don't crave sugar. I don't crave sweets. So I'll drink some when I am. Kind of this time of day, afternoon, getting ready for dinner. Sometimes when I get cravy for sweets, then I'll drink some and it kind of goes away. So it takes away your craving. That's awesome. Yeah. That's great. Yeah, awesome. Does. Well, thank you so much for your time. We You're just welcome. wanted to ask you about this because you, you use it a lot more. And I'm going to get into that and going to make it more often. So thanks so much. You're welcome. Bye. All right, so that was Sally. Thanks, Sally, Thanks, for Sally. being on You're our show. Awesome. We love you. We appreciate it. And if, like we said, if you have any other questions for us and you want to send us an email, we would love to look up things for you. Um, yeah. The geekier, the better. Yes, geekfood <laughs> at gmail.com. Yep. And our blog is frogpants.com slash geekfood. Yep. We're both on Instagram. Mm-hmm. One of us is geekfood. Kim is geekfood. Yep. And I am the geekfood. Yep. So let us know what you've got. Send us send us your information. Send us your questions. Send us your, your emails. Send us your recipes because we are and make working it positive on... and kind. Yes, <laughs> we are working we on are the cookbook. Not like and we super want some... professionals here, but we are. We consider ourselves expert <laughs> at some things. We are. This is the daily lives of two, two geeks, geeks wives, and that's what we are. We are. This is who we are. And we just enjoy life, and we're trying to share that with you. Yes. So, so thanks for listening, and have a great week. See you next week. See ya.